0: Are you trying to fill holes in your closet, or are you really trying to fill holes in your heart? This episode is for you ladies who have noticed that when you're stressed, you turn to shopping therapy. Maybe it's not all the time, maybe it's not even always clothes, but it's happening enough that you're wanting to make a change. Today, I'm sharing two ways to stop impulse buying. Hey, Mama, welcome to Bold Faith in Fashion. Are you tired of feeling insecure in your skin and using clothes as a way to hide your body? Are you frustrated with the time, money, and energy you spend on clothes you never wear? Hey, I'm Ashliana, and Mama, I get your struggle. I have helped thousands of women just like you create the simple, comfortable, and yes, stylish wardrobes of their dreams without draining their energy or their bank accounts. In this podcast, I will teach you about what looks good on your body, all while filtering your beauty standards through the eyes of Jesus. If you're ready to go from stressed to get dressed to blessed to get dressed, tune in right now. Did you know I have a free community of Christian mamas on a budget just like you who are building stylish and comfortable wardrobes that they feel good in? In this group, we share outfit ideas, I host What to Wear Wednesdays, and there's so much more. So to join me, just click on the link in the episode description. Hey mamas, I just want you to know that this episode is coming from a place of healing for me. I've been on this impulse buying redemptive journey. I have come such a long way. It's really been the last two years that it's taken me to come to a place where I'm not really using shopping as therapy anymore. Now, this can come in all forms. This doesn't have to be clothing, of course, at Bold Faith in Fashion. That's what I'm going to be talking about is the pieces that have to do with wardrobe, not only because it's relevant to my podcast, but actually because it's relevant To my story. It's part of how I self regulated, was purchasing things for my wardrobe. I have come a long way, and I have two ways that will help you to begin your own journey to stop impulse buying. So, before I get into those two specific ways that you can stop impulse buying, there's a couple questions you have to ask yourself. So the first question you have to ask yourself is, what are you impulse buying? As I mentioned before, it's not always going to be the same thing for everybody. If you're listening to this and you're feeling convicted in your spirit that there's something that you can pull back on in regards to your spending, take a little time to pray when you do your morning devotions or if you know what it is right away, maybe write it down, put it in your phone. Talk to your husband or best friend about it just to get it out in the open and begin the first step, which is to acknowledge that there's something that you are feeling convicted to change. The second question you need to ask yourself is why are you impulse buying? This is probably one of the most important things you can sit and think about either while you're journaling or maybe taking a shower is a really great place to ask yourself these deeper questions. And as you're unpacking why you're impulse buying, here are a couple of things that can help to spark some ideas to get your wheels turning. One is what or who are you trying to avoid when you're impulse buying? The second thing you can ask yourself is, is my body trying to tell me something? As in, are you getting enough sleep? Are you eating well enough? Is this a hormonal chemical reaction that you're having because you aren't prioritizing your health? So once you ask yourself those two questions, what are you impulse buying? Why are you impulse buying? You need to determine whether or not your impulse buying as a way to self soothe. And then you need to ask yourself this third question, which is Am I impulse buying? Because this is the way I've always self regulated. If the answer is yes, well, now you really know what the problem is, is you are using impulse shopping to self regulate. And the funny thing is, is you went through all those questions and you probably knew that already, but By going through those questions, it's going to help you with these two tools, these two ways that I have helped myself to stop impulse buying because it gives you more roots, a deeper meaning and reason behind the habit of impulse buying as a way to self-soothe and self-regulate. So let's get into the good stuff. What are the two ways that you can begin to cut back on your impulse buying? Number one, by doing those questions that I just asked you, recording them, putting them in your phone, or if you have a hard time writing things down, even just having someone you can talk to and hash it out with, which could be a best friend or your husband, as I've mentioned before, somebody you can trust with your vulnerabilities. So that's half of step one is by going through the questions that I already gave you. But then once you have those questions right now and you understand where the impulse buying is coming from, for the next 30 days, you are going to need to track in a notebook or on your phone. If you aren't good about writing things out, use the voice recording memo app on your phone to record how you're feeling in these three categories after you impulse buy or before you impulse buy, whichever one is easier. The next 30 days, we are not going to work on not impulse buying anything, what we're going to do is we're going to non-judgmentally figure out what the triggers are when we are impulse buying. So here are the three categories you need to record how you're doing in. The first category is your spiritual category. Have you been in God's word? Are you praying? Do you feel connected to Jesus? Category two, how is your mind doing? Are you filling your mind with things that are true, honest, just, pure, things that are lovely, things that are of good rapport, things that are virtuous? Are you filling your headspace with praise? Are these the things that you are thinking about? That's Philippians four eight. by the way, if you're recognizing some of those words and that order. If we are not filling our mind with the things that scripture tells us to fill our minds with, then that can lead to us feeling a little bit more down can make us need a dopamine hit and maybe we need to go and impulse buy something to make us feel better so definitely analyze what you're reading watching thinking and then the third category that you need to record your feelings thoughts about is your body are you eating well are you getting enough exercise are you getting enough sleep? Step number two is after 30 days of recording your thoughts and feelings in those three areas, you just need to assess what your number one trigger is and in which category is it in. Then you need to make a plan to help alleviate your number one trigger. So for example. If most of the time that you are impulse buying happens when you either aren't eating, sleeping, or exercising, then make a plan to ensure that you are moving your body at least 10 minutes a day, that you are getting enough sleep by going to bed on time, by waking up in the morning at the same time every morning, or however it is that your natural body clock works, make sure you work on that. And if you are... Aren't eating well then taking the steps that you need to take to ensure that you are eating healthy foods and not skipping meals things like that if it happens to be say in the spiritual category you notice that when you're feeling burdened by the heavy things in life that you're dealing with but that you haven't been in God's word or you haven't been in prayer then make a plan to set aside 10 minutes a day for the Lord where you go and pour your heart out and keep it private. Go into a closet if you have to. Go in your car and shut the door if you have to for 10 minutes. Pour out your heart. And if it's your mind, if you find that you're watching something or reading something that tends to make you not feel as good, then make a plan to cut it out and give it to the Lord and just sacrifice it (laughs) because if it's not helping you to spiritually grow and it's making you feel upset, then it's not worth your time. I hope these little tips have been helpful. If this is a topic that you want me to go deeper into, I would love to hear via email or if you want to join my Facebook group and let me know there. I would love to hear from you. I'll close this in prayer. Heavenly Father, I just pray that you would give the women listening who you've meant this message for to feel emboldened and powerful to hand over this piece of themselves that you are redeeming right now in Jesus' name. I love, Lord, that you take these little pieces of our imperfections and you slowly mold them into strength. You slowly mold them into testimonies for your kingdom. And Lord, I just pray blessings upon all of these mamas as they go out and fulfill their kingdom callings today as moms and whatever else that you have called them to do. And I thank you for their listenership and I thank you so much for the ability to come together as a body of Christ, as women, as mamas, to support each other. Lord, I thank you so, so much for all that you've done for us. Through your son, Jesus, in his name I pray, amen. Hey, mama, thanks for listening today. Before you pop off, consider joining my free Facebook group, Bold Faith in Fashion. Here is where you'll have access to exclusive content, visual how-to's, and weekly live feedback on your style journey from me. One last thing. If this podcast has empowered you to put an outfit together and shine a little brighter for Jesus, would you consider leaving a written review on Apple Podcasts to let me know? I'd love to hear from you and would be so encouraged to know how this podcast has positively impacted you. XO, Your Closet BFF.